Persons listening to this show should experience varying degrees of euphoria and might radiate a warm glow of truth from their entire being. This phenomenon sometimes lasts hours after a typical brain massage. If you are listening with another Lights On listener and they begin to glow, don't be concerned. This is a phenomenon normally associated with Pastor Scheidbach's patented brain massage technique and merely means the truth has set them free. The devil beware. Pastor Scheidbach is on the air. Hello, I'm Dr. Scheidbach, pastor at the Lighthouse Baptist Church in Santa Maria, California, and your brain masseur. Get ready for your brain massage. You will own nothing and be happy. <laughs> Klaus Schwab's mentor and the man we can thank for the rising of the Red Dragon, the CCP threat, Henry Kissinger, died Thursday, 11-29-23. A century plant, you know, that only just began to show its bloom, passes, it appears just as his China legacy, uh, you know, of China first, begins its fruit-bearing season. George Santos, Republican congressman representing New York's third, and the very first openly LGBTQ or queer member of Congress, was expelled from the House on Friday. That's 12-123. So what makes him so special? I mean, beyond being only the sixth member of the House to be expelled in its 234-year histoire. Trump derangement syndrome just mutated in Judge Arthur Ingoron, Ingoron or in Moron, I think, into um, Machiavellianitis <laughs> with a twisted Samson complex. Apparently, literally, they will bring down the entire country if that's what it takes to stop Trump from taking 2024. White lung disease, my friends, another blessing from China. Get ready for the mandators facilitating the CCP attack on America. Former vice president of Pfizer keeps sounding the warning and blowing the whistle. A few are listening. Okay, that's quite a lot of ground to cover all by itself. Let's see how much of it we can get through today. Friends, it's time for your brain massage. Truth. Served here, flavored by delectable wit, delicious sarcasm, succulent sagacity, a gourmet meal for the mind. George Santos, Republican from New York's third, has the distinction of being the very first openly queer member of Congress, just earned another distinction. He was expelled from the House on Friday, and now he joins an elite select group of members to have been expelled from the House in its 234-year history, and it only numbers six in that company, including him. By the way, this requires a two-third majority. And I'm looking at a tweet here that says California Republicans switched just in time to make it happen. Uh, I got Kevin Kiley. Heritage scores him at 82% on uh, conservative issues. And Calvert, uh, he scores 82%. I did not do the math on this, but glanced over the roster of I's and nays. Hey, it looks, it looks right. Uh, here's the roster, by the way, uh, linked in my notes. Take a look at some of the Republicans who objected to the ouster. That is, they voted to keep him. And that would be Gates, uh, representative of Texas. And he has a heritage score of 84%. And, and Issa, in California, uh, has a score of 83%. Uh, that is in current session. His lifetime score is only 67%, by the way. That's supposed to be a Republican, anyway. Our speaker, Johnson, by the way, uh, has a heritage score of 84%. Now, to get some measure of what this heritage score means, 
Well, the first thing to understand is that the average is 89%. And uh, representatives that we all love and esteem, like Ron Johnson and Wesley Hunt, well, they score 100%. Johnson's colleague from Louisiana, Clay Higgins, he scored 100%. Hearn of Oklahoma scored 98%. You like Josh Hawley, I think. I do. Well, good. He scored 100%. You get the idea? Now, some of you might have wondered why I'm a tad less enthusiastic uh, about our new speaker than, than many seem to be. But it turns out thus far, uh, he's, he's more conservative than Jim Jordan, that's for sure, who I think he scored like 82% or whatever. Uh, so we did, we did good. Besides, he is an openly confessing Christian. Okay, here's my take on, on this George Santos thing. The guy's a scumbag, all right? I mean, in as much as what he's admitted, uh, he's, he's disgusting. I think everyone knows that. But the fact is, he is no more so than plagiarist, little girl hair-sniffing, showering with his daughter, money laundering through multiple shell companies with his hands so deeply in Xi's pockets uh, that Xi has his hands around the scrawny neck of, of this man between 2014 and 2019 alone. This guy raked in $15 million from foreign companies and nationals. He's a lying sack of decalcifying bones. We've documented 16 times that he has lied about his knowledge of his family's finances alone. And of course, I'm talking about traitor Joe Robinette Biden, current usurper in chief. Happily, our new speaker is taking aggressive action to impeach that fellow, and that must be done, even if it does play into the agenda uh, of the left to get rid of their migraine and allow them to inject Newsom. Oh, no. Charlie Kirk has a good question. Congress won't impeach Mayorkas, whose failed border policies are destroying America. And really, a case could be made to say what he's doing is unconstitutional. Uh, allowing the Chinese Communist Party to embed multiple thousands of communist troops in our country. I mean, the, these guys with, with a Republican Congress can't even censure brother lover Ilhan Omar, magic stock picker Nancy Pelosi, uh, or, or Maxine. You know, I have my whole family on the payroll waters. Not to mention, by the way, her violent calls for conservatives to be harassed and bullied by her constituents or genocidal Tlaib, or that goofball who pulled a fire alarm as some sort of act of protest. What a, what a joker. That's Jamal Bowman. Or Menendez, you know, indicted for receiving bribes. Even Fetterman says if you're going to oust George Santos, that you're a hypocrite if you don't oust Menendez. I mean, if anyone says, well, the allegations are denied, and the indictments have not yet been tried. Well, I remind you, that's also true of Menendez and of these others who are under indictment and so on. And uh, by the way, it's also true of one Donald Trump. Watch it. Is this laying a trap, uh, laying down the groundwork for the Dems to push for Trump to be disqualified for running for office only because he has been indicted? Would you be surprised? Really, be honest now. Would you actually, would you really be surprised if the deep state used this as an argument? <laughs> Let me answer for you. No, you're surprised. This is radio. I can't see you. Right? So I'm, not, I'm not able to hear you. And what many of you are saying is, no, I'll be surprised if they don't. Trump derangement syndrome just mutated in Judge Arthur Ingoran, 
I'll say in moron, into Machiavellianitis <laughs> with a twisted Samson complex. Of course, Machiavellian politics is the deep state's playbook for subversion and corruption. Their actions are guided by one thing, achieving an immediate end without regard for any kind of moral code. Treachery, violence, all are permissible as means to acquire political power. Did you hear the latest coming down from the judge in the effort to charge Trump with defrauding a bank by fudging his loan documents to misrepresent the value of his property as a way to secure his loan? Well, the bank executive running the bank where he got the loan, the bank, they allege, was defrauded by Trump, testified in open court that the bank was not defrauded by Trump, that he personally verified what was important to the bank in, in the application documents. He said the valuation of the property was noted by the bank, but it wasn't anything unusual. It was a common practice in securing loans. So how does the judge respond to this? Well, uh, he reimposes uh, that First Amendment infringing gag order that was slapped on Trump to keep him from you know, defending himself uh, in public. And I think I read that the executive was also forbidden to talk about this publicly. I'm not sure about that, but it seems to me that's what I read. This judge must be removed from the bench. The guy's a disaster. He's a joke when it comes to anything like justice. These people are destroying the rule of law in America. They are desperate, like Samson, you know, in possession of enormous power, but, uh, but blind and groping about to find a way to really just execute revenge and, and so on. They, uh, revenge on Trump spe specifically. And you know what? They'll bring the entire constitutional republic uh, down into a crash and burn. They don't care at all about the rule of law or the protection of our liberties. Friend, this is nothing else but the Samson complex with a twist. And the twist is the God they're serving uh, is not the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. At least that's the God Samson was uh, in league with. Uh, no, the God these guys are serving is Baphomet, right? Um, and uh, his children of disobedience who have bought into the lie that they are God. Uh, talk about a miscarriage of justice. The truth is catching up to the lies regarding J6. Now, that's the way it is, you know. The lie always gets a head start. I mean, it's been said, a lie circles the globe before truth gets its shoes on. But though it takes a bit for truth to get up to speed, when it does, judgment appears suddenly and swiftly. Remember when Trump said they had destroyed the J6 deposition videotapes and the person interviewing him mockingly denied it? Well, guess what? You guessed it. Trump was right again. <laughs> A representative Loudermilk has confirmed that, quote, all videotapes from January 6th committee depositions are gone. Yep, that's in quote, by the way. Yeah, gone. Like, like Hillary's emails. Poof, gone. It's also coming out that the FBI's involvement in the deep state staged MAGA insurrection was deep indeed. When you track the threads of communication going on between uh, the people in these groups that were alleging possible violence or an occupation of the Capitol on January 6th, guess what you find out? Those messages were led, were initiated by members of the groups that proved to be FBI plants. Agents that had infiltrated the group. Yep. They are in on this up to their necks, my friends. And by they, I mean the leadership of the FBI. Uh, you know, the, the doegs that participated in it. 
along with the Saul's guard that stood by and watched and did nothing. What am I talking about? Well, 1 Samuel 22, Saul wanted to kill David because he knew David would become king instead of his son. Saul accused the high priest of aiding David in his efforts to avoid being killed by Saul. And so he ordered the priest to be killed. Well, his own guard refused to do that. They had enough conscience to know you don't kill the priest. There's no reason to do this. So a dog there named Doeg volunteered and he killed the priest. And though the guard refused to murder the high priest themselves, they stood by while the dog did it. Well, let me tell you something, friend. That doesn't alleviate you of responsibility. Judgment comes upon those who did the deed and those who watched it, who stood by and did nothing to stop it. Friends, I've got to go to break. Hold on. I'll be right back. Let my people breathe. Unmasking the mask controversy with science and scripture answers two questions. Do they work? Answer, no. The second question answered by this important book is what does the scripture say about mask mandates? You'll get amazing clarity on questions like what are the limits of human government and how do we know when to stand our ground against government intrusion into our natural rights? Learn the biblical basis for resisting government intrusion into our medical choices, why our body does not belong to the government, and that God appointed to the individual responsibility for its care. That giving this to the government is literally to put government in the place of God. Don't replace the divine right of kings with the divine right of government. Get this book and get the truth that will make you free. Go to GodsWar2020.com. The Devil Beware. Pastor Scheidbach is on the air. Hello and welcome back. I'm Dr. Scheidbach, pastor at the Lighthouse, your brain Mazur, and Paul Revere's Lantern Lighter. Lighting the lamps of the church buffery are singling the enemies on the march, an enemy that would steal from us our liberties. And man, they're hard-headed. White lung disease, another blessing from China. Remember when COVID hit, you know, how hard they worked to keep it from being called the China flu or the China virus? I mean, these people would go so far as to destroy free speech in this country uh, in their effort to spin their story, their narrative, around their lies to control information that gets to the people. Well, now everyone admits that COVID was manufactured in the Wuhan lab, and even the most diehard opponents to that idea will admit that it's plausible, likely, all that kind of stuff. And it's come out, it's pretty well established, that Fauci and his buds facilitated the whole thing, uh, coordinating it with the Wuhan lab, but then nothing's done about it. You see, they fight against the truth. Uh, by they, I mean the children of disobedience. All right? They fight against the truth, getting out there, and they only yield you know, what little inches they have to yield, what, what foot or two, and finally a yard that they have to give up. And they fight for every inch of it. And finally, they'll give up the whole 10. But when it comes to the touchdown, when it comes to the end zone, well, that's where they intensify their resistance. But inexplicably, uh, the offense just disappears all of a sudden. Have you noticed this? Over and over and over again. These issues just never get resolved. Uh, the deep state finally concedes and stops trying to control the story uh, once it becomes old news and everybody simply becomes, I don't know, cynical or jaded with it and just walks away from it and forgets about it. But no one's ever prosecuted. Nothing's ever actually done. They did the same thing in Arizona over the election issue when that was being investigated. They, the other side, fought against every effort to get to the truth. 
I mean, in bizarre ways that you would think, what in the world are they making such a big deal out of that? They're just trying to wear you out. Uh, they, they fought every step of the way, and they were only pushed back uh, when they finally had to concede. The evidence was overwhelming, and they had to step back. Uh, look, I saw this developing, and way early on, I, I called it. I said, you're never going to see the routers. Uh, they're they're going to die on that hill. Uh, they'll, they'll struggle and fight against every inch in every other area of this investigation. But I said, I'll guarantee you, when it comes to the routers, uh, they, they'll go nuclear before they give them up. Because that's going to bring China into implication. And they know that triggers a certain set of executive orders that were put in place by Trump earlier that, that uh, it would be non-stoppable. So I said, you'll never get the routers. They're going to die on that hill. The price to get the routers is going to be scorched earth or Samson's final solution. At that point, the weak truth seekers will quietly just walk away, and the public, meanwhile, has gotten worn out and just yawns and forgets about it. Same thing with the Wuhan lab. They've given up trying to block us from talking about it, but they will never allow an actual investigation to run it down. They don't want to deal with the repercussions of the consequences for what they know will be discovered. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Uh, the, the corporations that were too big to fail, so we had to bail them out. Uh, yeah, you know, the, there are many involved in this that are just, yeah, they're too big to allow justice to be done on them. Uh, right, they buy the lie that it would just hurt America too bad. It would be too costly for our system. It would, be, it would compromise confidence. Look, this, this is what's compromising confidence and causing people to become increasingly agitated about all of this nonsense. You've got to be truthful with the American people. They buy the lie that the price for justice in this matter would just be too high. Well, my friend, uh, you, you better pay the price tag on justice because when you lose it all together, it's coming to your doorstop next. So people high up either get scared off, bought off, or wussed off. Start digging. Here's what's coming up. First, it's not a new pathogen. It's a confluence of pathogens. I thought this was very interesting. A confluence of several common lung diseases all coming together to make kind of a, a super hit on the body. How, how much you want to bet the vaccine-compromised immune systems, something called VADES, is what's making these vaccinated people hyper-susceptible to multiple viral attacks all at once. And even, and even our children as well. I'll get to that in a minute. Here's an article you want to read. Innate Immune Suppression by SARS-CoV-2 mRNA Vaccinations. This article explains it. It's, it's, it's published by the establishment, by the way, believe it or not. Uh, but, and it's technical, and medical uh, jargon and language, a lot of it. But I've read through the article, and if you know what, I, I think a, an intelligent reader who will pay attention will see it. It's, it's, it's right there in this article. Many very reputable doctors, like Peter McCullough, you can follow his work and check out his newsletter here in this link that I have. Uh, they have warned us multiple times that these vaccines work to compromise our immune system and, and even accelerate the, uh, the attack of the virus. I remember way back at the beginning of all this, really doing a deep dive and reading and listening to uh, once world-renowned virologists who've since been demeaned, but uh, once world-renowned virologists who were sounding the alarm way early about the danger of introducing a vaccine too early in the pandemic. They explain how and why doing so would compromise immunity of the general public. I also read articles and did some research on the danger of masking and social distancing 
and how that contributed to the same phenomenon, weakening the immune system. In nature, friend, we are exposed to junk out there all the time, and our body is designed to respond and adapt. If you isolate people from their environment, their immune system gets weak. If they, if they get uh, uh, distanced from or isolated from that regular exposure that's just part of living, their immune system sort of uh, goes to sleep, I guess. Uh, then when a, a, another epidemic comes along, they're not strong. Their immune system is weakened and they can't fight it off and, uh, and they're overwhelmed. Get ready for the mandators. Here they come facilitating the Chinese Communist Party attack on America. Now, Fauci knew all of this about the masks and and everything. You remember, he rejected masks as as a meaningful way to stop the spread. And then he changed his mind all of a sudden. Remember that? Uh, He said it was because he did not want to uh, encourage a run on masks, which might deprive them from healthcare workers. Or in other words, the little imp admitted that he's a liar. And, And worse than that, he lied to the American people in order to manipulate them. Who does this guy think he is? And who out there is not insulted by this little twerp? So so why, uh, even before any of this, did he tell Sylvia Bruwell she did not need to wear a mask and explained it was because it would not keep out a virus? He certainly wasn't worried about a run on masks then. I mean, how many masks would Sylvia buy? Two? So the question becomes, when are you lying, Mr. Fauci? Tell us how to know. How about when he opens his stinking little mouth? How about this? How about we don't follow liars or listen to liars? How about we do our own research? Now, here's a book that examined 964 scientific papers and articles on the subject of mask efficacy. And it turns out, my friend, that what Western science has said for the past 100 years continues to be true today. Masks are ineffective as a public measure to control the spread of something so small as a virus. Even the studies that presented evidence supporting masks are attempted to. Uh, They didn't establish efficacy against something so small as a virus particle. Yeah, yeah, read these articles closely. Do the study and say, this proves masks work. And then you look at it and you go, this doesn't prove masks work. This proves that masks will stop a huge droplet. It doesn't prove that the mask will keep a virus uh, out and so on. Anyway, uh, listen carefully here. Those studies did not bother to check out how quickly these droplets desiccate or evaporate. They, it's almost immediate, friends. Yeah, according to the science. And, and they did not even bother to research the efficiency of natural filtration as it compares to the size of particles that the masks can effectively capture. Because if they did, well, they would have seen that natural filtration is exceedingly more efficient and effective than the masks are. And if they had bothered to study the dynamic of droplet dispersion on a mask, whether it's hydrophobic or hydrophilic and is friendly to water or uh, resistant to water, there are different dynamics at work, but the same result. They fail, my friend, because they didn't look at droplet dispersion, capture, and evaporation, nor did they consider the accumulation of ejecta on the mask or breathing in and out over time. If they had done that work, they would understand why. Those of us who did do this research refer to these things as face diapers. They're full of 
excrement practically, all right? What your body's trying to, anyway, I'm telling you, and you're breathing it back in, get it stuck right next to your face. This is crazy. I'm telling you, the masks are not merely a benign emotional crutch. Uh, they, they're made to be used for short durations in special circumstances, and they are to be changed regularly. And even then, they provide a virtual zero difference. And even if you use them perfectly all the time, they still don't help. And in fact, over time, they will actually be more likely to contribute to infection than they are to protect you from it. Uh, read chapter five of, of this book, Let My People Breathe, and it will blow your mind. Natural filtration, my friend, God's designed system is far better and it's one that is far more dependable. All right, I'll need to begin the wrap for the show today. Former VP of Pfizer keeps sounding the warnings and blowing the whistles, but few seem to be listening. Well, more and more are listening. There's a general trend toward waking up here. I've seen several of his warnings, and if he'll just keep it up, his message is making an impact and it will finally break through. Uh, here's his latest warning. Former Vice President at Pfizer, Dr. Mike Yoden. And I think I've got time just simply to play uh, this audio clip. Give him a listen. I think we're in the middle of an ongoing crime. I've no idea how long it's going to last. I think it's, I'm convinced that it will be the biggest crime in history. It's global. Uh, it has the intent of control, removing everybody's freedom. And I personally think will involve killing further millions, if not billions of people. That makes it a pretty big competitor for the title worst crime in history. It is long planned. Uh, I won't bore you with the details, but I've definitely come across information that shows that the components of the deceit that they've used, you know, PCR, uh, exaggerated PCR testing, uh, the use of fear-based messaging through the media, this stuff's been rehearsed by militaries and the people we might think of as the spooks for at least 25 years and possibly longer. So it's long planned, very serious. Here's the thing, why I'm calling you to arm, it's not going to return to the old normal. One, that's never their intention. So it's not going to happen passively because it's not, there isn't a natural phenomenon that's going to wear off. They're not going to allow it to return to normal. So if you comply with this tyranny, it will end with the loss of your liberty and probably your life. Uh, the supply chains uh, that move materials, uh, uh, raw materials and finished goods around the world are being sawn through on a global scale. You've only got to look at where the shipping is, where it should be and where it actually is. And terrifyingly, the same is happening to food production worldwide. Food and fertilizer production, it's in the wrong place. It's deliberate. They're smashing the means of manufacturing enough calories to keep 7.8 billion people alive. And, you know, where do you think that's going to end? Well, the answer is mass, mass starvation, war, uh, uh, global migration. That's, that's what's going to happen if you uh, and everybody else choose to do nothing at all. Uh, also, economic destruction we can see happening around us. Interest rates will rise on the back of huge debts. That will just cause mass bankruptcies, rolling recessions, depressions, things like that. And I would also imagine loss of confidence in the very thing called money. So any savings you've got, I think they'll just vanish. Literally, people will just say, I no longer trust sterling. I don't want to accept it. And so all your savings are now worth nothing. So if you wait, I believe it will be too late. I think you already know that I'm broadly telling you something that's closer to the reality than what government's telling me. Uh, but I believe that we can head off the worst crimes in history by 
actively withdrawing our consent and, and definitely not accepting these uh, digital ID for any reason, any reason. If you accept it, they, they will sweep over us. Um, and so just in the last few words, I implore you to get involved, to use some of what I and others are saying to you. Uh, be brave, actually. You have to be brave now and risk embarrassment um, and recruit other people to this cause and we can roll them over. Now, this guy's a, a, a person that's an expert in this field. I mean, he works in this field. or had worked in it for many years. I think, he sh- I think we should listen to him. Uh, I've lit the lamps in the Church Belfry Arch. Now, let me know you see them on. Email me by going to our website, brainmassage.net. That's brainmassage.net. Find the contact button. Send me an email. You can leave a message for me on our listener response hotline, 805-314-2114. If you agree and you want to encourage me, just say lights on and hang up if you don't have time to leave a full message. Or say lights off if you want to send that message to me. That's fine. God bless you, my dear friends. God bless America. I'll be in my pulpit tomorrow and I'll look forward to seeing you in church. Go to GodsWar2020.com.